shit. Good, see, I'll tell you that. We got a black man with white tighties on. Got a big fat man with a flag waving. Got two little skinny men with flags running around. Women in their thong there. We got a young lady shaking bacon up there. So I don't know what else we could do. If that one stopped the plane, I want to talk to the pilot. Hello and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2 of The Tribe Has Spoken. I'm Evan. <laughs> and I'm Ryan. Sorry, I got myself, you got me confused right off the back because we're talking about and Episodes we, yes. 3 and 4, but this is Episode 2 of our... Yes, yes okay. so let's explain that real quick. So Episode 1 of The Tribe Has Spoken, Season 2 is recapping episodes three and four of Survivor Africa. And in today's episode, we are doing... This is episode two of The Tribe Has Spoken, but we are recapping episodes three and four of Survivor Africa. So Survivor Survivor Africa, episode three, The Gods Are Angry. So we open up with uh, the lions roaming the Boran camp. Yes, they are... um wake him up they, they heard they heard one which they thought was one thought it was kind of moving around the camp but it ended up being multiple yeah two um, or three. at least i mean at least that's what they said i assume that's that's the truth but of course uh spyro always um this place is they could be using footage of lions from other yeah other times but uh but nonetheless and take care of themselves so that they uh they can remain safe. yeah they do some like chores around camp Trying to get it better. Um, and then we go to Samburu. Uh, they have like a lot of blankets and netting, which should make the um, sleeping area more comfortable. But they don't have any um, covering. Neither tribe has any you know, roof, pretty much. In case it rains. Although I don't know if it will ever rain. <laughs> well, but no, not even if it rains, just for the sun. Yeah. Just to get them out of the sun from being in the sun so long. And then we see the continuation of the old versus young. Um, yeah, Carl's not fight happy. in um, Bo- uh, Samburu. Uh, like the younger, they sleep in later, while the older four go to the water well and fill up water. Yeah, and in the meantime, the younger ones do get up, and then uh, Brandon starts to make them breakfast, and it actually makes them more food than. Than what the older what will be left. For yeah. The older, so the this is group. so this there's, is there's definitely a, a very solid divide. This is what I'm calling the uh, the Tyson strategy, because in Survivor 27, Blood versus Water, Tyson would um, he he once said that he has never gone to bed hungry. In that season, he didn't go to bed hungry once, and what he would do is he would just eat the maximum amount of food, like he would just crack open a coconut whenever he wanted or you know, have a banana, because that th- that season was really good when it came to food, like, mm-hmm. avail- availability. Yeah. So, he was able to just, you know, get food whenever he wanted. Um, yeah. So, you know, and another um, thing that happens that splits the tribes even more is that Lindsay uh, has a beaded necklace. Yeah. And that breaks or whatever, and they were trying to put together, and then they... They decided actually to uh, break up the beads and give each uh, of the four people in their alliance um, a necklace, 
and actually Jeff calls this out at Tribal. Well, spoiler alert, uh, they go to Tribal, but um, they um, he calls it out because you can see the four older people that do don't have them and the four younger people that that do. So yeah, uh, again, just um, now I don't think this type of setup would occur in the more modern Survivor. I think what it would the... be just in terms of the just the age. And then it does. It seems like, um, no, I'm kind of bringing in the second of the next episode too, but it just doesn't seem like they, the people in the bottom fight. They don't fight. They like now, in the modern Survivor, they start to mess stuff up. And you know they also mean? have the ability to like they can have idols or advantages that could that help is true. them. Yeah, that is true. But and they also yeah. In this earlier like this earlier version of Survivor. You don't really have people who are, you know, switching alliances as much. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, so the they have a re, like a pretty dangerous reward challenge. Very dangerous in my eyes. Yeah, you have to roll this giant rock, which I'm assuming is like plaster, but still pretty heavy. Yeah, it's a bowl. I mean, it's probably six feet tall. Yeah. And six feet around. And they have to like push it down this huge hill and try and control it. And Kim and Kelly on Boran both get run over. Yeah, it definitely gets out of control at times. Um, and they have to go through kind of these flags, some, like kind of like a slalom course. Yeah. Uh, so there's times when the ball, <laughs> I forget it was, if it was Samburu, loses control, the ball goes off wide, misses the flag, and Jeff yells at them that they've got to go between the yeah. flags. So uh, the, the reward is huge. It's 100 gallons fresh yeah so basically the entire tribe um will be able to have fresh drinking water they could have a gallon a day till the merge yeah so that's pretty big yeah Um, huge and it's right there at their camp yeah which but we still see them go out to get water quite regularly yeah i think they're just trying to savor it savor it and um they also gave them organic shampoo which I don't know if anyone was going to use that. No, I wouldn't use that. Several gallons of water to, to, to wash their hair. But yeah. I'm, I'm sure they all wanted to, but, but not a good choice. Or I'm maybe sure. they washed it, in, but like in the river. Yeah, that could be. Or but something like that. There doesn't seem to be that very deep water Yeah, in anyway, so Boran wins their first challenge. Yes, they win. Their the, first, first win in reward or immunity. Yeah, um, and like we said, it's a huge advantage. It saves energy from the long walk to camp and it's just convenient um so we have the immunity challenge which is you have to create a um like a signal to be able to be seen from plane yeah as if they were stranded yep um an sos so to speak yeah something like that um so i noted that the younger people on samburu work much harder than the older three in this challenge, I think they felt, you know, a little, um, oh, wait, no, that isn't it yet. They're just kind of annoyed with the, uh, younger people and just kind of, just go along with it. They kind of half-ass it. Yeah, Lindsay, though, Lindsay works really hard, um, but she has, she ends up, talks about how she works so hard and, and, uh, but she's the one that goes down. Uh, as a result of uh, dehydration and, and exhaustion. Um, Linda actually comes over and, and is actually showing some compassion to her. Yeah, tries to be uh, nice. And Lindsay just tells her to basically get out of here. <laughs> Leave mm-hmm. me alone. 
Um, if that was, and I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I mentioned that if something like, if someone passed out like that today, medical would be there. I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, but that usually happens when it's at a, like a challenge, not necessarily at camp, but I still think medical would have shown up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, two different routes to go, um, in this challenge, the Samburu group, um, they actually use their, their camp is in the shape of an O. Mm-hmm. So they lay out a bunch of uh, wood and other things in, they use that O and then they make an, an S and an S. Um, but don't really do much more. I mean, mm-hmm. it's all, they don't do anything to stand out. It, it's kind of hidden in some of the trees, uh, no color. Well, Kim had brought one of her paints. Yeah, one of her um, luxury items were paint. Yeah. And what did she do with that? So they dyed the mosquito nets to be different colors and put them kind of um, at north, east, south, and west. The compass, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then in the middle, they did a smaller SOS kind of in the open, so it couldn't really blend into any of the trees. It was kind of in the sand. Yeah, wide open sand. And then they had Clarence running around in tidy whities. uh, Oops. Big Tom with a flower in his uh, feather in his ass. <laughs> a flower. You, see, you, you heard a uh, you heard a uh, Big Tom explain it at the mm-hmm. beginning of the episode, but so them moving around, you know, running with the flags and stuff is a um, really helps, and that they end up winning immunity. And I was saying that what they should do is they tr- should try and uh, make a covered structure like um, Samburu is doing, but drape the uh, parachute over it. Yeah, because they get this big crate. Yep. That has the uh, idol in it, and then they have the parachute, which, which we, they could have. In the next episode, we don't see the parachute ever. No, but they I could. wonder if they're not allowed to keep. I wonder if they. Well, because in Survivor, time. Borneo, one of the tribes won a parachute and turned it into like a giant umbrella, and in Survivor Australia, or sorry, pardon me, Survivor All Stars, they used the parachute as like a wall yeah so, so. i don't know we'll maybe we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that for yeah we'll, we'll track we'll track that um what else? i was gonna track my notes anyway let me check the notes um so zamburu goes to tribal council and it's a straight four four yeah, split so Moran wins obviously it's yep. they they had the best sos signal so yes um tribal lines vote split straight down the middle four four three three and then instead of a for fire Lindsay and carl yes right so they don't um, bring up the option of rocks. They don't do a fire-making challenge. Instead, they do like a nature survival guide quiz, which, that's kind of a sucky way to go. <laughs> yeah, it was just, yeah, true-false and, a, you know, multiple choice. But they did get to plead their case before they re-voted, which was a little bit interesting, but yeah. not very um, um, effective. Right. Yeah. And so, so, so they tie again, and then they go to three or four questions. A couple of them they both get wrong, both get <laughs> both get it wrong. A couple of times they both get it right, and then the one time it was the last true false was um, Lindsay got Lindsay it right. Lindsay said true, and and uh, Carl said false. So Carl goes home. Yeah. All right. So this is episode four of Survivor Africa: The Young and Untrusted. Uh, it opens up with Tom and Clarence. They go, they're just kind of walking around, um, trying to get some water, I think. And they come across this, like, kind of date tree. That's what I would call it. It's like a palm tree with uh, fruit on it. 
you could call it fruit. Yeah. Because Tom's having trouble. a palm tree, but yeah. it's, I don't, it's that not. Well, because Tom's having trouble. Um, With the grits. Eating the grits. Cornmeal. Yeah, yeah. cornmeal. And so he's trying to get this fruit, and he, he climbs a tree. He actually gets farther than I thought he would. He probably gets like a third of the way up. Yeah, but he had a lot more way to go. Yeah, so he expended a lot of energy getting that yeah. far. So. so he comes down, they start throwing rocks at it, they eventually get, you know, one down, but it's it's very little flesh from the inside to make it work. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it didn't seem worth it, and Big Tom said that it wasn't worth all the energy. No, no, not at all. Um, just one thing, uh, when they come back from, uh, Sam Brewer comes back from, Immunity challenge. I mean, the uh, tribal council. Excuse me. Lindsay is really pissed. And yeah. She does. She's like, you guys have messed with the wrong. Woman. Yeah, that was. I'm gonna get revenge. So that wasn't the right was not way to handle the best that. way to handle that. But she no. was understandably felt alienated and pissed off. But um, yeah, not the best way to handle it. Yeah. So they and she apologizes later on. But uh, anyway, we go to the reward challenge. Well, um, uh, sorry. One you thing. Else yeah. So. Before that, um, the older people are kind of letting since on sorry, the older people on Samburu are kind of letting the camp get out of order. They uh, don't get water. They don't wake up the younger people. They just kind of, you know, let what happens happens. And then they get the message for the reward challenge. Yeah. And they get up the younger people, and they only have thirty minutes, so they don't have enough time to boil water. So, um, I think the younger tribe realizes that they kind of need to get their act together, um, and start pitching in and they can't, you know, sleep in as much. Right. So they do get ready for, uh, before they leave for the challenge. And then Linda was really annoying, making them read it. They were like, yeah. oh, you read it. And she's like, nope, one of you has to. Oh, uh, yeah. She, yeah. So and then Silas, before they leave, you know, he tries to rally, goes to one knee like a football coach and, or and players and Linda just misses the... Uh, she doesn't believe him at all, thinks it's total uh, BS. And um, I think a lot of the time Linda has her heart in the right place, but she just has an odd way of going about it. And it just, you know, like she tries to hug Lindsay, but Lindsay obviously does not want to hug. Um, so and she makes just, a huge deal about it. Yeah, let's, yeah, put me in coach. Or what's she, not put me no, in coach. No, she's like, I want to be on the team. I want to be on the team. And then she was like, um, when she, she tried to hug... Um, Lindsay and Lindsay just wasn't really into wasn't hugging it. and she goes did your mother ever hug you and it was like yeah it was annoying yeah so the reward challenge is a food reward um I wondered really quickly if it was going to be the um survivor auction or another thing but they, they wouldn't do that this but, early yeah I did but I was hoping mm. um but anyways a food reward they had to you know it's basically a relay race they had uh 12 or so food items suspended on a kind of a rope net uh, and they had to run up a ramp and then into a you know another rope and then another kind of how would I describe it? It's that? like a rope wall like a spider web wall but the what the, the platform <laughs> oh like a web um, like a trampoline like a so you know when you're at like a trampoline park they have those long trampolines yeah. that you can like run across and do flips. It was kind of like that except made out of net mesh. And it was did not have the trampolining effect. Uh, yeah, it was, everybody fell. So yeah, they, it like kind of gave out. Um, so it was kind of a um, anticlimactic. It was close, close for the most part. Um, I think for the first round, and then um, 
Kim on neck Boren. and neck, and then Kim from Boran, just she's the older, fifty-seven-year-old right, retired teacher, just really struggled, uh, got tired, and got laughed basically, and that's where where the uh, that's where the uh, challenge was lost. Yeah. So, and then Lex tried his best. He was somewhat close, you know. He was able to pass Frank, but you know, just couldn't make it up. And then. When they were back at camp, Kim was worried that if they didn't win immunity, she would be voted out, which was probably true, and that was kind of a tough thing, because they all really like Kim and don't really want to get rid of her. Right. At least that's what I get from the episode, and they were, um, yeah. Yeah, that's what Ethan said. Ethan said that she's very well-liked, and they felt that he felt bad for her. Yeah, so, and then uh, back at Samburu, you know, they're going through all the food, and then they have to go get water. They get water as a tribe, but the water pots keep breaking. And I, um, I, I mean, I think that's on them for putting them straight in the fire. I think they should have put it a little bit above. But I also think that's on Survivor for not giving them strong enough pots to deal with yeah. the heat of like a small fire. I, I mean, I wonder if they could have built a, a tripod type thing and suspended it over the water. I don't know if there was. I mean, they would have had to tie the rope around kind of the rim of the, um, the gourd. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know if there would have been enough of a lip there to hold it. But just, it. like, so, some better thing. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I feel like that's on Survivor. Um, let's put some metal in there. Yeah. <laughs> let's get my metal pot. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know what they're going to do. I wondered... I mean, there's been a few episodes um, of Survivors in the past where people have, what, they got low on rice or they lost things yeah they, that's jeff they've had to barter like in yeah. um, survivor san juan del sur the hunapu tribe loses a uh flint and has to give up their entire fishing reward oh yeah they and then it. they find the flint and one of them tries to sell the flint back to jeff <laughs> and then they are out of rice and so they have to give up all their comfort and Jeff was saying how there's never been a tribe in the history of Survivor that has needed more help than you guys. And like in Survivor Australia, they had to give up like four tarps and a Texas flagman to be a tarp for rice that'll last them the rest of the rest of the season, (laughs) which is 42 days. Fun fact, that's the only season, not 39 days. Survivor Australia was 42 days, not 39. There you go. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> they don't ask for, for help, but it'll be interesting to see how they ration their water from here on out. Um, so do you have anything before we go to the reward challenge? The immunity? No. The uh, immunity challenge? I typed reward and then immunity. So, um, so basically they have a camp, a primitive camp with a house and a roof. And uh, like a, a little animal, pen, a little animal, animal pen. pen. And then a few other things. Oh, wait, sorry. I, I did have something before oh. the, uh. Immunity challenge, that's my bad. Um, Boran goes out for water without any weapons. I noticed that they encountered one of the most dangerous animals um, that they read about, which we didn't they hear didn't what it was. The they didn't was. say what the name was. Some sort of bull. Or like longhorn or something With like that. Major. Is it a water buffalo? It could be. It kind of looked, it kind of looked like a <laughs> water a buffalo. Yak. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway. But they didn't have any weapons, and I just wanted to point that out. And I had in parentheses here, I had a question. Why are they getting water? Yeah. Because <laughs> they wasn't already a... got their 100 gallon, but they must be trying to conserve that. Yeah, it wasn't a yak. Um, I'm going to Google most dangerous animal in Africa. Oh, water buffalo. I just Because it had um, the, the 
horns were not huge. They didn't extend too far beyond its head, but they covered the whole forehead, almost like a almost like a Dwight Schrute type of hairstyle, but it was yeah. horn. Oh, <laughs> uh, it says the oh this thing. Is it? Hold on, you keep talking while I pause. So according to Lex and the Boran tribe, the buffalo is, um, so this is what I found, known as in Africa as one of the big five, the African buffalo is wildly considered a very dangerous animal, killing approximately 200 people each year. These giant creatures can weigh up to 1.5 tons and can grow up to 1.7 meters in height and 2.7 meters in length. When threatened, they use their razor-sharp horns on their head to attack buffaloes to attack. Buffaloes have been reported to kill more people than they do animals. So that's a little brief. That's a lot. I can cut some of it. That was a lot of, lot of, lot of, inf- so, lot of good information there. So that was the buffalo that they were talking about. So immunity challenge. Um, back to you. Yeah, they've got to move the house. They move the. Oh yeah, move that, the, that was a pretty simple fence, challenge. Use, you know, move the flag, and then they have to reassemble it exactly the way it was up at about 200 yards away yeah you know so they had two people that would that are the architects they didn't really do anything no because i thought because if that say that challenge was today you would have to put it in the exact place yeah and i was thinking it's it's a lot like i thought it was going to be a lot like they do with the amazing race when they have they have to recreate something and build something and have it oh, match yeah, exactly yeah, like yeah they that have makes a, sense they have a um a sample yeah. to a model to follow and then they then there, if there's one little thing that's yeah. not exactly the right way then they don't they they don't uh, pass the challenge so yeah. but that was not the case it seemed uh it's pretty anticlimactic um this was not a great episode in my opinion no was, not a lot happened it okay. it's kind of boring with the interaction within the Samburu crowd. yeah you it know, wasn't I'm, I'm getting tired of their shtick but yeah but we'll see, um, we'll see so Boran wins the immunity challenge which is able to protect, um, uh, what's her name? Protect Kim, because if they went to tribal council, Kim would have gone home, but due to the, um, them winning, you know, Kim obviously doesn't have to go home. So I know that there is a, uh, tribe swap in this season, and my guess is that it's going to be next episode, because with, um, four people out, the tribes are even now at, uh, 6-6. So I think this is when there will be the tribe swap next episode. That's my guess. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say? We didn't say who got voted off. Oh, shoot. My bad. You go. <laughs> uh, so they go to immunity. Um, no, they don't. They go to tribal council. Tribal council, yeah. And, um, you know, the Simbru had the, the young ones have the four. Um, the, the older folks have the three. So uh, there's really no talk of any kind of um, flipping or anything like that. So... Um, predictably, um, actually Silas gets three votes right off the bat, and then, uh, Linda ends up getting the four votes and goes home. She handles it very well and tells everyone to play nice and walks off into the sunset. Yeah. So I just want to give a few shout outs to Survivor Buffs underscore. Uh, oh, we're getting the buffs in there. Survivor Nation. No, that's not an official thing. Survivor Freeton, Old School Survivor, and the Survivor Queens podcast. I'd just like to give a thank you to them. Uh, they've been, you know, 
helping our podcast uh, grow, hopefully in sponsorships. Uh, we hope you guys really enjoy the podcast. We hope you're listening along or uh, rewatching with us. You know, you can watch it on CBS All Access or if you have like the DVD or something. But we hope you guys are watching along and um, just appreciating, you know, Survivor in this time where we don't have Survivor. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um, you know, we'll see shaping up to be a decent season, but uh, hopefully you're enjoying it as we are. We are having fun. Um, Doing these brief recaps. Yeah, a little quick hitter. We're over about 25 minutes. That's pretty good. Two episodes. So, um... You can follow us. The podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and um, a few others. It's just called The Tribe Has Spoken. And if you call us, we'd run over and play it on an iPod for you to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over to your house. It's uh, You can follow us on Instagram at the period tribe has spoken. Um, and you can tweet at me at capital E, Evan, capital S, and Susie, uh, three. And if you have any questions or comments about the show, you know, we can get them to you as soon as possible. We'll get to them as soon as possible. It doesn't have to be about Survivor Africa, just about Survivor in general. Um, because we are recording these podcasts in advance, um, we might not get your... If your question is about ep- episode 5 of Survivor Africa, we might not read it until we're going over episode 7. But if we do get any comments like that, we will definitely read them on air. And give you, whoever sends it, a shout-out. So be sure to write into us. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. The tribe has spoken.